everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the Four Keeps Dissolution, Part 4. Today is November 1st, 2021, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we have a Patreon set up, patreon.com slash indoor adventures that hosts our after show called Nights in the the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community and the easiest way to ask those questions all you have to do is join our discord you can find that in the link off to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below but let's say you already support us on patreon you already support us on twitch and youtube and all of those other places and you're trying to think to yourself where can i go to help support this fantastic show even more Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and we also have masks. That's right. We have Tia masks, face masks, the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all of the proceeds of those face masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Com. That is indooradventure.redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and today I'm playing Kalem, the Shatterkai Wizard. We both go by he, him. Hello, everybody, I'm LB Hackamup, and I'm going to be playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. We both, we both go by Sheer. Hi, I'm Cyber. I use here or whatever. I play Arjan. I'm not going to read his his thing. He's something. Uh, uh, he uses he, him. Hey, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. She, her. I'm going to be playing as Coriander the Eldrin Paladin, who goes by she, they, and he. Ooh, sorry. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, our group had encountered a unkindness of Shadarkai waiting for them in the woods as they were attempting to make their way to the Raven Queen's castle. It was during that combat that you were able to catch one of these ravens that then explained that what it feared was not the lot of you, but rather something else that existed within these woods. It was then that you guys had to face off against that something else, a creature known only as a Grim King that wandered through these woods. It was nasty. It was yucky. It sent Gwen to the demi-plane of hunger where she just started consuming a bunch of stuff, TM. Not a great time. Uh, and speaking of not great times, again, Arjan and Gwen have both been suffering ill effects from being in the Shadowfell after your guys' entry into this plane ended up turning out for the worse. However, as we ended last session with... Calum the Remoraz digging his way into a, a hole in the ground before casting his Curious Cabin. We are having a little bit of a resty time to kind of figure things out. And as the four of you made your way into this Curious Cabin, this demi-plane that is separate from the Shadowfell, Arjan, both you and Gwen began to feel lighter 
you begin to feel the weight of the shadow fell actually lift off of you to the point where that flaw that you have had since you have arrived here is no longer in play while you are in this demiplane. Oh man, what a fucking day, am I right? Huh. Yeah. Just another day in the life of adventures. Haha. <laughs> Caleb extends a hand, a towel appears, throws it over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up. Alright, cool. Anybody want a beer? Uh, ale, beer, wine. You have like a Chardonnay downstairs, if that's your thing. You know it's not. There's like whiskey. You just can't take it outside. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, if I get drunk in here, does that mean when I go outside, I won't be drunk anymore? If you drink from your magical tankard that doesn't get you drunk, yeah. Solid. Speaking, on, speaking of things that affect you, uh, depending on where you are, um, do I need to do an insight check to determine whether or not they're being afflicted with whatever ills have befallen them in the Shadowfell? I would say that there is no real need for an insight check on this one, mostly because nothing interesting would happen if you then failed said insight check. Uh, looking at your party members, um... I would say that Gwen definitely has had a uh, a change of attitude since entering into the curious cabin versus being outside. I think that Corey's gonna like sort of like do that stare at Gwen and like sort of that squinting sort of like huh and then like go step outside of the cabin for a second and then step back in and then like just sort of do that back and forth and see if they can feel any sort of change uh i would say it's like there is a there is a very stark difference between being inside the cabin versus being outside of the cabin inside of the cabin you have existed in this cabin before tis a nice place being outside of the cabin there is the like a weight of negativity that just seems to permeate the air almost like when you would arrive to school and you know that there's going to be a test that day that you did not study for like there is just like this like dread there's this sense of dread that just seems to linger in the air around here Caleb just opens the door to the bathroom pokes his head out uh Corey can you shut the door you're letting the misery in Sure. Uh, Corey shuts the door, still sort of staring outside, uh, with a little concern and confusion. Um, Corey's gonna go mull on that over that long rest. Okay, and Arjan. Arjan, as you enter into Calum's curious cabin, that that fear that sense that you have at least that was exacerbated by being in the shadow fell seems to have at least retracted itself you still have those levels of stress from mm -hmm. uh dealing with things such as dark holes and losing your friends into vacuous places uh but all things considered at least you aren't necessarily worried about strangers trying to use you for their own ends as much anymore 
Arjan uh, still looks pretty damn bad. All things considered. So I'm going to go get a beer. Okay. So going into the the bar basement of the curious cabin i like to imagine that it's one of those like what is it like when it, it was really popular in like the the 60s and 70s to have just like a bar in your basement like it has like those weird pillars that aren't really there for much of anything the floor is like an orange and cream colored like tiled linoleum Everything's like that weird orangish color, but knowing, I mean, it being the curious cabin, there's still a very, uh, there's still a very rustic feel to the rest of it. Would you say that this is far off from what, uh, what they find down here? I approve. There's like a, some sort of animal skin rug down there and like a table with green felt on it with eight balls and like sticks surrounding it. Oh yeah. They, they took him to, like, a billiards place once. It's a game that Caleb made up. <laughs> he thinks that it's an entirely unique game to the cabin. It is Jacksonville unique. style, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so, you are able to, uh, to relax at this bar at least a little bit. Gwen, uh, behind this counter, uh, you see that there is, like the silhouette of a bartender like it's one of those like you see like a little black vest the white sleeves coming out from the side there's like a little like wrap around that has like a playing card sticking up for absolutely no reason i want to say that there is no head there's a like wisp of smoke that's coming yeah, out, yeah, like, yeah. around the neckline and then like the owl face mask it is an unseen servant, but you choose to, like, dress up the unseen servant in most certainly seen clothes. When, uh, grabs her drink from the bar, turns Sarjan. What's a thing like you doing in a place like this? What? I don't know, I heard it somewhere. Sorry. People generally react well to being called thing. I didn't mean it like a thing thing. I meant like... I, I, I don't know. I know. It's been a weird day, right? Yeah. yeah really you alright? No, not really. You want to talk about it? I don't know. Well, if I'm going to be honest, I felt really fucking weird out there. Like, I've never... I mean, you know me. I I don't know if I can die forever. Uh, but I really kind of felt like this was it. Like, we're, this is definitely the place. If I'm going down anywhere, it's definitely going to be here. And if I go down, y'all are going down obviously so i mean i don't feel that way now it's just weird you know like just this i don't know i felt like there was like a weight on my body and as soon as we got here it lightened it was the weirdest thing is that depression was i depressed 
I mean, that, that could be one way of experiencing that, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Hmm. How are you feeling about this whole Raven Queen thing? great um we we're getting we have gotten in all, all, over our heads with a lot of things yeah and i it's hard for me not to see this as Much of the same. Yeah. Especially whenever this plane is getting to us. Well, it's getting to me. As I think us is a us. good... Yeah. Um, I mean... Do you think it'll work? This spell thing? It has to. Yeah. And, you know, out of doing the impossible, we're kind of good at that. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, like, even fighting Kaiser, uh, Crozen, this, the, the, the dude with the worms. The thing that killed you twice? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. So I'm saying, like, if if he, if, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just acting. If if he could kill me twice, and I'm still here, and we still defeated him, I mean, it's a pretty good thing, right? Like, we're pretty chill. We're pretty good at what we do, Ooh, and like. Your confidence is admirable. Thank you. I mean, okay. Yes, we're going into a castle by a god that is, like, protected by a lot of things, and she has a lot of followers and we're really kind of going in to kind of mess up the balance of things here maybe everywhere but it was determined that this is a good thing and if it's good and if it's something that we really set our minds to then i think that it's something that we can do Right, but there's every possibility that as soon as you and I step back out again, you are going to go right into your doomed near-suicidal state. And I'm not going to be able to trust anybody. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but that's, that is a possibility. I wonder if there's something, like, we have that, there was a ring that stopped us from, you know, 
to stop the people from getting in my mind. Do you think like a mind shielding thing would work for that? I don't know. I mean, if anyone should have it, it should be you because we need you to trust us. And you can look out for me, right? But if you're still like not trusting people, then I can't really look out for you, you know? I don't trust myself with that. To look out for me? I have I don't have a good track record with that. You saved my life. Like you dove into danger to save me from worm dude. And then you died immediately afterwards. Disintegrated, snatched out of my arms. That happened again right before we fell into here. That happened again whenever we went against that creature just now. Arjan, she steps up onto the bar and puts her hands on his face. I'm still right here. Despite our best efforts. (laughs) Because of our best efforts. I mean... Yes, everyone died. Things are bad. I'm still here. You're still here. And until that's not the case, we got to keep pushing forward, right? Because if we keep going down the path of self-doubt and then all we that... we eventually will reach a point where that is not the case. Okay, well, that's a bad way to look at it. Are you sure you're not still under the effects of the place? No. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, okay. <sighs> Look, no matter what happens to me, I promise I'm going to find a way back. And I know no matter what happens to you, please don't bite me. <laughs> And I know whatever happens to you, I'm gonna I will go back to the hells and and talk to your supervisor and get you back. Like I yes, bad things are gonna happen to us. And you know, it probably will. But we always have each other no matter what. E- even if we're on different planes, even if we're uh, you know, dead. We have that push, that drive to get back. Plus, my god really likes me. And I know yours does too. So we kind of got that going for us. Um, Whenever you say that, there is just like an expression of like pained doubt on Arjan's face. Look, I know things are kind of shit right now. And they're gonna be until we defeat Caius. Caius, Caius, Caius. It was on the tip of my tongue. I'm so sorry. Uh, Until we defeat Caius, we're really kind of on the edge and I think maybe every once in a while we need to be able to put that away for a second and just live in the moment you know 
because if you keep worrying about this the way you are and the way I can see you are, then it's not going to go well. Because you know I can't be the rock. I'm too chaotic. You got to be my rock. The thing I always come back to. Can you be that for me? No. Can you try? I can try. I don't know what it is about me specifically, but this plane seems to want me to have a constant reminder of my inability to protect anybody or trust anybody. Yeah, I I think that it's kind of flipping our flaws on us, if I'm going to be honest. You know, like, I know I'm reckless in general, but this place is kind of making it worse. Do you want to do this? Because we can go, you and me. We said that we would be here for Kylum. We will. Okay. Do you want a drink? Clegane, thank you for all them biddies. <laughs> wow. That that is a lot of biddies. Thank you. Is, thank you. <laughs> Gwen, I I feel like you hopping up onto the bar to like speak to Arjan. The bartender uh that is there is currently just like cleaning the mud tracks from your boots <laughs> off of the table during this. Mm-hmm. Until eventually you ask Arjan if he would like anything to drink. And then at that point, uh, the bartender becomes, like, attentive once more. Just like, oh, yes, this is my job. I'm like, I mean, like, this entire time he's had, like, a beer in his hand that he just never taken a sip out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever you, you ask this question, he doesn't answer. He just, like, stares at the bottle and is unable to make a decision. Right. Anxiety. Ha ha. Do you need anything from me, Arjan? Is there anything that I can do for you? No, I. I appreciate you talking. And you being here. You want me I, to tell I, you a story? Sure. Okay. She sits down on the bar, like facing his stool and starts to regale him 
with a story from uh, her uh, time as a bouncer, one of the many jobs that she had, uh, and uh, about uh, said firing from that job. Uh, but it was an epic tale and an epic battle in the small scale of what it was. Okay. And then we keep drinking, and or Gwen keeps drinking, and we'll keep telling stories as long as she's need to. Okay. So Gwen and Arjan are regaling each other. Well, Gwen's doing most of the regaling down at the uh, down at the basement bar. Calum, you said that you were going to be taking a bath, getting cleaned up uh, as best you can. And then, Corey, you were just, like, ready to start meditating? Crank that shit out? Yeah. Okay. Calum's going to ask Corey to stand outside the bathroom. All right. Is there more than one bathroom? Is there a community bathroom? There can be as many. It's Caleb's curious cabin. It's up to he him. Can, he can literally make any room he wants. Cor Corey could clean up too. So Corey will also take a bath in like a, like I imagine it's like, I, I just watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. So like I'm imagining several uh like bathtubs in a row. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a, a little privacy screen. In between. Cool. While she's there, I'm gonna ritual cast contact other plane. Okay. Just sinking right into the bathwater, and he's gonna try and contact Brother Groon. Okay. Corey's on standby, just sort of like shedding armor and also like <laughs> basically inspecting wounds. Corey took a beating in the last fight. Yeah, looking at all your HPs. There's like a, a set of servants that come out of nowhere and begin to mend your armor. Oh, thank you very much. They just have like, you. it's like Hades where you just see the little like text bubble above their head that has like a little happy smile. I fucking love those. One of them has like a little heart. Mm-hmm. All right, so you are contacting Brother Groon. Trying to, attempting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll D100. Uh, 39. Okay. That's good. Um, so you lay yourself into the water. And when you meet, uh, you enter into the space that you normally would whenever you are in your contact. You are, uh, although with Brother Groon, normally you met inside of his study chamber. Last you recall, Brother Groon was um, MIA, to mm -hmm. put it the best. Uh, so when you meet, uh him yet again this time he is actually in an afterlife of sorts uh where he is is dark it is subterranean you can hear the sound of distant water just sort of dropping uh in an almost rhythmic style 
and you see what looks like a large statue of what appears to be a stone giant deep in contemplation. And as you appear and are in front of this statue without a need to call out, you see the eyes of the statue blink and there is recognition. Hi. Curious. I know it's been some time since we last met, and for the most part, we didn't actually leave off on the best of terms. I wasn't exactly myself. There is the sound of stone grinding as Groon nods towards you. I'm... I am aware. I'm following in your last disciple's footsteps. In fact, I think I'm nearing the fruition of most of his plans. Hmm. I need advice. And I understand if you are not willing to give it. Nods again. And you see, like, again, like, they sort of have that, like, curled fist underneath uh, their chin. And then um, they just sort of, like, tilt their head in an inquisitive stance, uh, in an inquisitive manner. My friends are, and I are in the realm of the Shadow Queen, or Raven Queen, and... I feel it's a bit more than we, at least I had planned on. I don't exactly know how to proceed. We don't know any of the terrain, their numbers. We went in half-cocked. Did Nightfeather ever tell you anything about how he was getting into the Queen's Citadel, or any other parts of his plans? No. It was not part of our conversations. After the queen left, he stopped coming to his lessons. Right. I don't know. I don't know if my party would want to stick around for this if I have to do this alone then I still need more firepower because I can't do this alone the time you were gone I uh, became the Magister of Misra still trying to wrap my head around that. I 
guess if anything, maybe I should keep a positive attitude. As much as I can, anyway, in the Shadowfell. And Green just continues to look at you. That wasn't actually the only reason I wanted to try and contact you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. For the things that I've done to you, the Order of the Silver Quill. And you hear a single, deep, rumbling chuckle come from Groon. And he says, I slept for quite some time. And now I sleep again. These are one and the same. Though one is asleep without waking. Or so I thought. But you are here. You have awoke me. Not fully. Not to what I used to be. But from a slumber that I was unaware of. You say you apologize for your actions. Was that you? The individual that struck me down was not my apprentice. They may have shared the same form, yes. But do you think that that individual is you? If I'm capable of such actions, then maybe. Are you? Like Anne, thank not. you again for the biddies. I'd like to think not. Then what do you have to apologize for? Well, honestly, I still feel like it should be said. And that's... That's a thought coming from me. If all it had taken was a lot of conviction, this job would have gotten done a lot sooner. I say job, it shouldn't be called that. I guess what I really needed was to air out some thoughts. You see, Groon has a a slight smirk upon their giant stone face. Did I say something strange? You woke me from my slumber simply to air 
thoughts. Well, as you said, you are my mentor. Was. Was my mentor. If you've become Magister, as you say you have, I have nothing left to teach. Yes. I've had so many people guide me for so long, I don't know about choosing correct paths anymore, but I do feel like finishing what Nightfeather started is the right choice. And you walk a noble path. Thank you. And may you sleep undisturbed. I will try. And with that, Groon just sort of like puts their head back onto their chin and you see their stone eyes close until they have that statuesque look about them. Is roughly around the time that your spell would end. As the spell's ending, Caleb gives him a very deep bow. Yeah. He does not seem to notice, but you bow nonetheless, and that's the important part. Corey, Caleb has been very quiet during this bath for quite some time. It's a good sign. Pull back the curtains. He's under the water, not breathing. Oh, wait, that's noble. Yeah, he doesn't need to. He's fine. This is fine. Uh, when Calum comes to, uh, Corey is just uh, sitting on a bench off to the side. Uh, there's a golden light emitting from their fingers as they knit together wounds on their body. We'll sit up from the bath and sigh. Did you find out what you needed to? Not really. More questions than anything. Oh, you seem to be coming across a lot of those lately. Did your mentor ever give you... Oh, what's the word for it? It's not non-advice. Cryptic messages and... Well... Somewhat. I think to some degree mentors want you to figure it out for yourself. Not Cypress. Cypress is a lot more forward, direct. He doesn't like to deal with the metaphysical. I mean, there's only somewhat, so many ways that you can tell somebody to block a sword. You can also dodge, you know, he's starting to pull himself out of the tub. That was the problem. Why won't you dodge? I kept on trying to block it when I really should have been dodging. Why is dodging a subroutine? <laughs> Sorry. No, um. I... <laughs> I, I, I see where you go. I see what you're doing. Um, this is going to be hard on Gwen and Arjan. We knew it would be. 
and it has been. I didn't exactly know how to address it. I didn't want to say anything unless I made everything a lot worse. I mean, I, I knew that they had their own misgivings about the Raven Queen, but this place... I'm afraid it's wounding them in ways I may not be able to heal. One has always been battle-thirsty, but with that creature we found in the forest, that was borderline self-destructive. Reminds me of Cypress. He's doing a lot better now, by the way. It's good. I'm going to level with you, Cory. In our years together, you'd know that I'm not a people person. I don't exactly know how to speak. Could you talk to the other two? Check up on them? I'll do what I can. Thanks. Um, as they stand, they just sort of wince and hold their side a bit and say, I'm going to rest first. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend getting in the bath. You might open up your wounds. Okay. <laughs> Corey ambles away from the, from the bathrooms. Yeah. Like, Corey was just about to step into a tub and just like, okay. This will be here for like the next seven to nine hours, so sleep, heal, come back and then take a bath. Do you think we'll be able to rest like this again before we meet her? I'll have a spell handy at the very least. There was a shift in mood when Arjan and Gwen stepped in. I think that's been good for them at least. I'll, I'll get some tea started. Can you go over the ritual again? Which one? The big one. In accordance to the will of whomever I'm casting the soul severance on, it will split them into two. Essentially a good half and a bad half. I'm unsure if this will leave them in any weakened state, but one can't exist while the other is there. So when this ritual is completed, I guess even after We've fought the Raven Queen. We might have to fight her again. Excellent. So, what you need from me is her name and then my sword. And the moat of po the, the moat of potential that Corvain gave his life to retrieve. All right. I'll be ready. 
Thanks. Just a hint of a smile. Sort of clap you on the back and then go find a place to quietly meditate for the time being. Um, and speaking of quietly meditating, um, stress rules. Yes. Um, is there anything that Corey can do to help reduce Arjan's stress level? Let me look them up. I think it's a lesser resto. Also, it should I... be noted, Corey, that you have had a companion. We did not bring. We did not remember to bring them up last session, but there is a magpie that has been hanging out with you named Cyril. Who? No, that's an owl. We're talking about a magpie. I don't know magpie name or sounds. Magpies are mimics. They can say who. <laughs> well, okay. Spoil my joke. <laughs> I I think of it more of a a, a springboard. You um, set them up, I'll knock them down. Lesser restoration reduces the target stress score by one. Greater restoration reduces a character stress score to zero. Okay. Um, I don't think... Uh, calm emotions can be used to suppress them uh, for the spell's duration. All right. Um, I think that Corey's going to, while meditating, uh, sort of ruminate on um, the physical um, effects that... Uh, recent events have had on Arjan, um, and having been through the like recovery period with Cyprus, would be aware of the effects of like the physical effects of stress on people. Um, so, like, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, I'm justifying why <laughs> why this is happening now. Sure. Um, no, I would say that like. Now is now would be a good time for Corey to be doing that, mostly because like trying to think ahead as far as hey, your friends are like shit's getting a little wonky when you're out in the Shadowfell. Inside this place, things seem to be fine, relatively speaking. But for the most part, uh, it is definitely something that you would want to consider. Um, and Cyril is uh, like sees you meditating. And sort of just at like is asking you like, what are you thinking about like that kind of thing? Um, just very curious. Um, but if you tell them to like go explore the rest of the curious cabin, they're totally on board for that. This is a brand new place with infinite possibilities as far as places for a bird to explore. I mean, in a literal sense, right? Like, isn't the curious cabin like actually just an yes. infinite cabin? As it's as big as Caleb wants it to be. Within 50, like, square cubes. Yeah. There's still 50 square cubes of places for a bird to explore, though. I mean, I imagine at a certain point it just starts, like, being, like, recursing on itself. Like, you walk for a certain amount of time in one direction, you'll, like, come across the place that you were before. Yeah. Um, like P.T., yeah. Mm. Uh, and I would say, so like... relaxing. <laughs> uh, at one point, Cyril finds, uh, finds their way into uh, the basement bar and is just, like, snacking on nuts uh, for a little bit before then, like, continuing to fly. Like, they're just enjoying being here. This seems fun for them. 
I grab a nut, fly to the highest part of the cabin, drop it so that it smashes on the ground. Mm-hmm. Is that bird? Are there birds in here? It's like the mall. Yeah, like when a pigeon gets in the mall, you're like, how the fuck are you here? No, there's a bird in the airport. What is fucking an airport? We all know about the bird in the airport. Nobody's seen this before. There's a horse in the hospital. Nights in the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so unless there is anything else that would like to be discussed or brought up. Arsha? Yes. Um... Arjan is having a difficult time trusting himself. So he is going to talk to himself. I would like to cast contact with the planes. Okay. Where? I. Uh, I, I would bring that up in the bar. Um, have you told Gwen that you've been doing this yet? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I guess if I've been having this difficulty trusting myself, I guess the most obvious place to start with is myself. I'm I didn't gonna... get to go in your heart last time, but I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna do something real quick, and I'm gonna reach into the back of holding, get out the the scrying mirror, um, and I'm going to like prop it up on uh the coffee table that is definitely in the middle of the conversation pit. That's definitely down here. Yeah, it has mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, buddy, um, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Gwen's just convinced that they're going to talk to themselves in the mirror. <laughs> like, just just their regular reflection. Yeah, no, whatever you need to do, bud. Uh, you, are, you are welcome to be here. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to leave, but I now probably realize that I've, should have politely no yeah no I, i'd like to if you i mean if you don't mind i cast contact with the plane okay roll that d100 oh shit i have to do that i rolled a 22 that's good that's still still solid not for nothing but you also have to make an intelligence save is it? Yeah, it's an intelligence save or you go insane for a while. I thought that was the D100. I don't know what the spell I don't, does. I don't know this spell. Oh, hold the phone. Is Arjan doing the thing that like we make Calum have a chaperone for? Yeah, well, I thought mine Gwen's was different. here. <laughs> Can you know Gwen for cast Greater Restoration? <laughs> I thought mine was different. 
We've been playing it the other way. Let's just do it. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've been doing it basically like if you rolled less than like a 10 on a D100 roll, that's when the that's when the fun shit starts happening. Uh, when you cast a spell, make a DC 15 intelligent saving throw. I rolled a 6. Well, um... So, so I should be taking 66 psychic damage and go <laughs> insane. Well... You still have your blood die up, I believe, right? Uh, that is before I make the roll. Okay. Cool. Neat. Um. And while you are insane, you can't take actions, can't understand what others say, can't read, and can only speak in gibberish. As per the ruling of Please describe to me what Gwen is seeing in this moment, because Arjan does a spell, and then... Well, I'm taking a lot of psychic damage, and I'm essentially stunned, right? Yes. Uh, that's pretty much what happened to me this weekend, as I as I suffered through a two day migraine. Um, oh, babe. So that's physically what Arjan looks like. It's it's just like. Uh, you get the sense that there's a, that he is in a lot of pain and just has difficulty forming words and everything else. I don't know what's happening with the mirror. So with the mirror, looking into it, Gwen, you can see that there is a, like, it looks like it's reflecting the same bar, but as this spell occurs, you see that, like, the bar scene changes behind you, and it's almost like a, like, a open starry sky. And you see a hooded figure that has, like, the twin yellow glowing eyes that look like, like, it looks like Arjan has just shifted, but he's still wearing his hood from, like, Mm-hmm. from like let's say like episode five like one of those uh-huh. like just like early renditions of arjan and uh-huh. as like the arjan that is sitting here with you looks like he is just suffering this immense amount of pain the arjan through the mirror you just see like the eyes like squint a little bit and the mouth the words oh shit and then like grimace a little bit and they sort of just like is, hands in their pockets, like, like wait. Is this like Arjan? Is this like a? Are you looking at your past? And you see them like pull out what looks like uh, like what looks like a pocket watch. And then mouth the words three, two, one. And then the image just fades back as the one minute time of contact other plane ends. What the fuck was that? Are you okay? Arjan is unresponsive. There's that nose blood that you thought had stopped for a while. It's back. Uh Oh, shit. Oh, uh, grabs a a napkin and starts dabbing. Uh, uh, Corey, Corey, can someone get Corey, please? 
Arshan, what the fuck is going on? Cyril just flits away. Corey, you are trying to enjoy a nice meditated a nice meditation, trying to think about your party members, about how you can best help them. Uh Cyril enters into your chamber. Uh and makes their appearance known by dropping a nut from high up directly in front of you. Uh, and then mimics Gwen's voice of just, Corey! Corey, can someone get Corey? Uh, Corey now presenting as masculine. Um, like, eyes just sort of, like, open up, look around for Gwen. Notice it's just Cyril. Uh, there's just kind of a moment of, like, oh, it's just Cyril, and then it's like, Shit! <laughs> like, scramble to their feet and just, like, uh, run to go find Gwen. Yeah, and you know that the last spot that Gwen was was in the basement bar. The lights are all turned really low down. Uh, there's no music anymore. <laughs> and Archon has just, like, gone horizontal. Uh, it's alright, buddy. It's okay gonna be fine. Corey! <laughs> what Keep it down! What happened? I don't know, he did a spell and then he just like started going, uh, and then like a, an image of him from the past showed up in his mirror, and then he got a nosebleed, and now the lights are bothering him, and all the sounds bothering him, and I don't know, mm -hmm. he's, just like, he's, not even, he's not even talking. Corey, you can make an arcana check. Remember when I couldn't whisper as Gwen? It's come <laughs> a long way. <laughs> Acting! I'm so proud of you. I got a 19. A 19? Which Corey. is pretty darn good. I don't have anything. I've, I've got a zero in Arcana. Hey, Corey. Sorry, go on. Remember that one time that you and Caleb held hands to do a contact other planes, and then you didn't make your saving throw when you went to talk to the Raven Queen? Huh. It's very, like, Arjan looks like he is having a similarly bad time. Um, Corey kind of swears under his breath. <sighs> There's a reason I'm supposed to be here for these sorts of things. Um, and he'll put a hand on Arjan and attempt a cleansing touch. Use your action to end one spell on yourself or a willing creature. Okay, um, yeah, that would do it, looking at the way the spell works. So yeah, Arjan, you remember looking in the mirror, getting ready to do this thing. Next thing you know, all of the lights are dim. There's no music on. Everything is very quiet. This is a low sensory zone. And Corey is there just like, hey, buddy, like giving you that lay on hands magic touch appreciate that so contact other planes wait another uh, plane why well, it's hardly another well i guess it would be another plane if it was here i was talking to myself yeah what from the from the past no what that what Cave of Crystals things about, right? Yeah. Gotcha. I'm sorry, I'm still a little behind on what 
I don't understand it myself. You talk to yourself? Yes. There. Do you, you all remember whenever we were in that tree? And yeah. it shows you another version of yourself. Yeah. Well, apparently there are many versions of us. And mine have started reaching out to me. Oh, oh, is it like that, like, if you uh, decide to, like, do one thing, then, like, you, you have, like, this split off that happens, and that you did the one thing, and then the other person did the other thing, and the other, like, version of you, and then, like, every, every, every decision you make branches off, and then there's, like, a bunch of different branches and a bunch of different people that are you, but they're not here. Actually, yes. Yes. Wild, we call that the butterfly effect. We call it dimension hopping. Um, I, not really the point, but um, we're about to go into something incredibly dangerous, and it would behoove many, many, many realities if uh, the name of Caius was not lost in this one. If oh, we see. die. Right. So you wanted to tell someone you could trust. Yes. I I feel like I should be offended, but I, I couldn't remember his real his like fake name. So I I I get that. Alright. Um Corey sort of stands up. Um, uh, kind of slaps the bar and says, uh, some tea, if you would. Yeah. You are made tea. Um, Corey comes back with some tea, uh, sets it down next to Arjan. First of all, uh, I have been neglecting my duties. There are certain physical ailments that... Being under extreme stress can have, and I have, for the most part, been ignoring all signs of those. And you definitely, and he just sort of, like, uses his thumb to, like, uh, raise Arjan's eyebrow ridge and, like, look into his eyes, are showing signs of it. So, with your permission, I like to do some restoration. Yeah, would not. Alright. Uh, I will cast Lesser Restoration twice for your two levels of stress. I have three. I will do it thrice, then. It very much helps that um, I have that ability that allows me to regain third-level spell slots. Um, has it, it probably hasn't been long enough for a long rest yet, but like probably a few short rests. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 
lesser restoration works on that. Good to know. Learned a few things. I was taking care of Cyprus. Speaking of Cyprus, um, he's Kaylin now. Okay. I told him that he was under no obligation to become one, but um, he insisted. Point being, D I. You're not then? There are four Cavens. Uh, oh, right. He's the winner guy. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, point being, I gave him the choice of whether or not to put himself in that situation, and I never did that for you. And for that, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're referring to. What I'm saying is, uh, all of this, going into a shadow fell, facing Caius, even back when I went to the damn moon for the first time, it never occurred to me to tell you that you didn't have to do this. you don't. You can go home if you want. In all of these things, were you going to accept and go face these things? Alone? Hopefully not. But you would have. If I had to. Then we were going to help you. I mean, I don't want to speak for Gwen, but I feel like that's fairly obvious. Yeah. I mean, even in our worst times, when we're not on the same page, we're still at a, a group, and uh, we have each other's backs. Right? Corey's eyes are beginning to glisten a little bit. Um and he brushes them for a moment and stands up. Well, I suppose that's settled then. Next time you cast a spell that could potentially hurt you, please let me know first. Yeah, a general warning would be good on that. And, you know, just saying. I was unaware of the effects of that, actually. Oh, all right. We live in them. Are you going to do it again? 
I feel like I should. Attaboy. Well, I'll be here. I would very much like to uh, disseminate the name of Caius amongst my alternate reality version. So I would like to cast this spell again. Okay. Um, Caius's name you have not found yet. Because that Shit, was... what what did we get? The ritual. We got, got the ritual. ritual. Yes. We got the ritual. Did you get that one? Caius's I'm talking name, you about go the ritual. Yes. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Um. Make that intelligence saving throw. Be sure to add plus that, five. That, that, the, 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 the 19. 19. Okay, 19 is good. Um, also plus five. 24. Uh, yeah. that's, that's much better. Much and better that's why I'm here, around. baby. Um, so you want to disseminate it across... All of the uh, all of the other uh, like potential Arjans. Correct. Right, I can I can give it to one. Okay, and then at, at least another one who hopefully has access to. Yeah, uh, to it seems like the best one that you would want to target is the one who reached out to you initially, uh, as they had also said that they were going to try and get in contact with the others anyways. Um, Do I have control over that? I would say because it is um, with the nature of contact other plane, you designate the individual that you are going to be coming into contact with that you would be able to differentiate like which variant you would be talking to. So I would say that, yeah, you'd be able to talk. You'd be able to contact that specific Arjan. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Gwen, Corey, inside this mirror, you see the same thing, uh, or at least Gwen, you see the same thing occur, where, like, the night sky sort of fades away, and its place is this hooded version of Arjan. Um, and this time, though, when they look at you, Arjan, um, you see there's, like, a quizzical side eye. Uh, no migraine this time good and you see them just sort of give like a little bit of a thumbs up we have the ritual to seal Kai's away it will only work once uh, it, it can only be accessed once but we are about to go into something very dangerous so I want to make sure that the information doesn't die with me of course and I will explain. I will try to TLDR within a minute. Okay. Yeah, I would say um, you see basically like you hold up or like you describe the uh, you describe the situation like you describe like the the rhyme scheme. Uh, that Asmodeus had given unto you as to how to actually perform this binding ritual. And this other Arjan continues to listen, continues to listen, continues to listen. And at the end, you see them pull up a draconic claw to the side of their temple and pull out what looks like a thin blue sheet of paper. It's a spell that you have actually seen Calum perform before. 
as they just make a mental track of everything that they have, all of the information that they have just received. It will only work once I am a, we are going to try and handle it, assuming that we do not die. In the situation where you are not successful on the day that you are going to perform this let one of us know let me know and I'll check back in with you within 24 hours if I do not hear from you we will assume that you failed and we will try again is he talking uh, is he talking about uh, the the deadly thing that I'm worried about, or us actually performing the ritual? Performing the ritual. Okay. I I affirm. Okay, and Arjan nods and says, um, and says, I will do my best to inform as many of the others as I can that we have the means of doing this once and for all some might not be as willing to listen as others but I think they'll understand the severity of the situation no pressure Gwen do you wave yeah, Gwen like leans into the background and just waves. There is like uh Arjan when you say no pressure and Gwen you wave, you see that there is like a quick intake of air that just like stops very quickly. And yeah. No pressure. And then they sort of just have like this more like downward cast look. And do you have anything else that you want to say? I think we're past our minute. Yep. So as they say, uh, as they say this, the image fades back. Oh my god, that Gwen's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. What's his world like? You're all dead. Oh. Oh, God. That anyway. Must have done something right. <laughs> and I think that is the perfect time to call for a break for tonight's session. So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go to a place to grab a food, grab a drink. Fuck wings. Grab a friend. <laughs> Or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We'll see y'all shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. We're back. Hey, Steven. Yes, RJ. You ever get the feeling that you're being watched? Sometimes. What the fuck? Get out of here. <laughs> my house. Get out of here. This is my room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Friends. Friends. You guys I don't think you guys appreciate for how long they had to sit there so quietly for that bit. <laughs> I saw them there when I came in.
<laughs> but it's perfect. I love them. They all know this. Also, when I said that um, <coughs> I have my snacks right here, I wasn't talking about y'all. Ah, <gasps> oh, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> That's the betrayal of the day. It's always going to be RJ. Look, let's just all acknowledge we're all snacks, and that's oh, fine. Sure. We're all snacks, but RJ's a meal. Love Gross. you, BB. Gross. All right, so who's ready for the Shadowfell? Yeah! Remember the baby? <laughs> Remember the baby? That should have been the name of this arc. I swear to God, he almost forgot RJ. How dare you? <laughs> no. Let's let's go. The Alamo, the the furtive pygmy, the baby. Things you do not re things you do not forget. The Alamo, the furtive pygmy, the giants or the titans. <laughs> All right. So, Arjan has successfully contacted other plane. Corey has said some pretty dark shit all things considered uh lights in the courtyard that yeah 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 um i have a merch idea for remember the baby now because of that remember the titans reference however um things are going well i guess is there anything that you all want to do before you settle in for a long rest Caleb's in, <clears throat> in the foyer. He has wheeled out three chalkboards and he's just been writing red strings all across them, just trying to get his thoughts ducks in a row. Dear, what is this? Uh, well, uh, starting from here is when I have met all of you, uh, ending up to where we have been here. Um, this middle board is blank because that was the time I was abducted by my not-real-father-asshole person. Um, I'm just trying to get everything sorted. You're muted. We did not catch that. Oh, uh, what? Hello? Well, it's good because I was using the wrong voice. Uh, <laughs> why do we have to have this sorted? No, this is a me thing. A you thing. Yeah, I, when I was speaking to Brother Groon, I told him that, hey, for the, in my entirety of my life, I've been guided, and now that I'm actually doing something for myself, uh, I have no fucking idea. What are you trying to process right now? Well. I know this is the path I want to go to, through. It's the journey there to get to said, but it, it's hard to articulate. It's this feeling that, yes, this is what we should be doing. Are we going about it the right way? With Caius or the Raven Queen? Both. Hmm. I feel like this is a conversation that probably should have happened before we got into the Shadowfell. Yeah, well, now that we, I have some time to process. We are, well, we are here right now because we're helping you. You are here, I assume, because we are here to rescue your shield friend, Amaris. Yes. Right. 
we are going to, we're going to help the Raven Queen by helping her sort out her mess uh, because that was your past life's goal. Correct. Yes. And everything with Caius was because her goddess put that on us. Also, like, saving the world, a big thing. Yes, 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 and yes. Technically not my goddess anymore, but, you know, but now it's sort of a greater good thing. Right. Yeah. Greater but good. A, it, it seems like there has been a divine hand in a lot of this. That doesn't mean that your own goals aren't also going Important. toward that. Yeah. I think you're looking for an answer and you don't know the question. What's going on, Caleb? It's like... Ah, just anxious, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, honestly, to... that makes me feel better because, you know, sometimes you do things when you're like, yes, I know what I'm doing, and then everything explodes. Uh, so not kn not knowing is uh, maybe uh, a, a step in the right direction. For the most part, we're pretty good at improvising. Please don't uh, toss my cats like that. I'm sorry. He was playing with the nice stuff. I'm trying to do things over here. All right. All right. For you audio cast listeners, this is why you should tune in and watch the VODs. <laughs> I have no way to properly describe via audio medium what just happened there. <laughs> Caleb, do you believe that you can, you can cast this, this thing? Well, given it wasn't written by me specifically, yes. Okay, that's that's a good step, right? Um, and um, you know, getting there, we're just gonna have to be stealthy, right? We are kind of in her domain. I, I believe she can spot us out. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, but we need to convince her anyways, Corey right? Corey his hand. Yes. Uh, yes, my dude. Coriander. I keep, on, I keep on lighting up like a firefly. I don't know if health, uh, stealth is going to be an option. Plus, her Shadokai also already noticed us. And okay, they so are we walk in... Everywhere. So we walk in with confidence, right? Right. Could I make a history check replaying the battle in my head to see if there was anything hinky? Because there was one Shad Archive that would stay in the tree and not engage. Yeah, you definitely do that. The one that I very fondly choked. It was a fun time. 24? 24? Um, 
so given what you know about having encountered the Shadarkai, and given what you know about the interactions uh, of, uh, of field units, of squad units, the one that stayed in the tree, the one that did not engage, was a scout through and through. They may never have intended in engaging in battle with the others, so that way they could, uh, much in a similar way uh, that ravens do in the real world, uh, where their cause can com uh, help communicate in a much wider spread, you think that they were more of like a um, like uh, like Civil War style, where they would have like the trumpeter, like having somebody to make loud noises that lets everyone in the vicinity know of what is going on in specific areas, as they are able to have a much louder, much uh, a, a caw that carries lar uh, more than such a yell. Uh, likewise. Staying in this raven form, uh, as you witnessed that they are indeed lycanthropes for the most part, seems like it is uh, more advantageous for quick getaways uh, if you just want to do a reconnaissance mission. Uh, also, in case there is a large lumbering eldritch giant that sounds like a child's birthday party getting played through a rusty sonograph on its way, it seems like it's a better time to just be a raven and get the fuck out of there than it is to have to switch in to a more human form. It seems like that one specifically was meant to act as a scout. Um, if we do want to approach the Raven Queen Citadel stealthily, maybe we could cause a distraction somewhere else and pull our forces that way. Oh, the raven that Arjan had in hand um, was most likely some sort of relay scout to pass on information to other Shadokai units. I... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what's, what's my Corvid's fr friend's name? Uh, Cyril. Cyril. The magpie. Pardon you, Cyril. Just <laughs> um... <laughs> like what? opens its beak and makes a coughing sound, closes it. <laughs> Her mouth. Um, I have magics that would allow me to disguise us all. If that would be useful. I... Hmm. If we need a distraction far away, it's possible that I can do that and... Um get back to the castle or be able to find a rendezvous point with you um, largely unseen if we want to have a more divided front I could polymorph an inanimate object into a creature and send it off in a different direction isn't that like big magic don't we want to save that I, I think we would want to save that right. see I'm learning All right. D the question I guess we should ask is, do we need to approach stealthily? If we could avoid expending as much, as many resources as we can before we can get into the Citadel, that'd be so much the better. 
we don't know if there are fighting, fighting an army if I could. We don't know if there are any blind spots within the citadel itself in case we need to take a rest. I'm sorry, right. I should have I should have written down my Corbett friend's name. Could you say it again? Serial. S E R I E L. Or Serial. Um, Cyril. How stealthy are you? So stealthy. One with the shadows. And, like, pops up, puffs their chest a little bit. Cyril could so possibly stealthy. be a scout. If a bird could raise its eyebrows in a, oh, yes, I could be, uh, it very much does this. Uh, where did this bird come from, by the way? Abuelas. Your grandma's house? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I mentioned earlier that when I made landing, um, Cyril guided me to Abuelas. Um, she's a friend who's been taking care of all of the non-raven birds out here. She is a. She's a. We're sure she's a friend. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I was alone and vulnerable, and she did not turn me in, attack me, turn me into a toad. Turn you into a toad? She's a hag. Oh. Did you. And we're sure she's a friend? Did you do the password? <sighs> I forgot. I'm an umpty sometimes, Caleb. Sometimes? I was worried about the rest of you. I had other things on my mind. You didn't deny it. Ah. <laughs> uh, yes. I would very much like to cause a distraction very far away from this bird. And see if I can sneak back to you. Well, I don't think anybody should be alone. Why don't you and I cause a distraction? We all know how distracting I am. I think it'd be a lot easier for Arjun to escape if he wasn't worried about someone else. No offense, Gwen. Okay, fair. Um, Arjun, take Tikan with you. Uh, she'll be able to communicate with me. Okay. Sorry, I know... They're a little creepy, and he'll snap his fingers and bring out his familiar. Just a tiny little puppet appears that looks like a Shadarkai. Complete with the small mask, but it has like a little painted smile on it. You know what? Now that I'm looking at this, that might not be a good idea. She can like looks up at you when you say this. It's just like raises little wooden puppet hands like what the fuck. <laughs> Picks her up, coddles her. Just like, sort of like, sidles into the pocket. Do Serial and Takan get along? Um, do you like set them next to each other? Like, here, let the babies play? No, I'm just curious. Yeah, Sariel is more just like surprised. 
that you have just summoned a a small shadow kai uh and you hear them chirp loudly raven and then like a light up to uh like a higher board uh in the curious cabin and, like look down just like spying on this <laughs> small shadow kai yeah so i should definitely not have the bad right I'll I'll take the, the puppet. Oh. You can either take the con or I can loan you my pen, so at least you'll have two sendings on you. I'll take the puppet. Alright. Be good. I'll um, take the puppet in the morning whenever we leave okay i'm gonna update her on what's going on disguises no disguises if you all take a disguise that would probably be best would your disguise be able to limit your shininess perhaps i haven't tested it out yet the shininess is kind of new Do we know what that is, by the way? What? The shininess? Corey having this, like, golden line around her. Well, you can make an insight check. Or an arcana check. Sure. Who's doing the insight Religion check. check. Insight. 18! Look at Gwen! Look at oh. you go! <laughs> Your friend Corey has been through a lot, and that's putting it very lightly. One of the things that happened that you have heard about through this and that, through certain means, something, something, the mantle of Coralon, something, something. Coralon is like elven sun deity? And this is a plane that has no sun or moon. Mm. It is just nothing. Are you like, is this like your godly light now? God, I hope not. Yeah, it's not really conducive to, uh, you know, being normal. No mm. offense. It's going to make stealth missions so much harder. Have we ever actually done a stealth mission? Not successfully. Fair. That's fair. I'm not exactly the stealthiest person here. This one might go better since I will be uh, myself. And not a yeah, yeah. <sighs> Boy, we get up to some shit, huh? All right, so. The plan so far is for Arjan to make a distraction and for us to try and sneak in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sounds like it's going to go badly right out the gate. So. Oh, hold on. Hey, uh, Corey. Hmm? I'm going to polymorph you. To what? What happened to saving big spells? We're going to sleep in a few hours. 
Oh, you mean right now? Yes. I just oh. want to test something. Wait, isn't that permanent after an hour? No. That's the bigger one. Doesn't the smaller one wear off after an hour? Might be able to extend it if I took the right sorcery. Nope. You, <clears throat> you still haven't explained why. <laughs> to see if your goldly light transfers over to your polymorph form. Uh, oh, this is kind of fun. I am never involved in magic bullshit. What? Yeah, none of the magic bullshit that you guys get to do. You're always experimenting, blowing each other up on the beach. I, never I was not that. there for that. Listen, this is my curiosity phase. I'm just trying to oh. figure it out. Jesus Christ. Anyway. I don't think that phase ever ends. Turns to Cory, snaps his fingers, and turns her into a duck. Ah! Okay. Do I need? Do I need to make a save? If you want, you could fail it. Uh, I guess I'll fail it. Okay. Does she glow? There is a faint golden aura about this duck. Quack! Oh my god, he's so cute. Hey, buddy. Quack! Ha! <laughs> Do it again. Quack. Yes! Alright, well, there goes that. Time for a new Corlon fact. No, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. I take it back. You said it. It's out in the open. Caleb, <laughs> uh, like. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I... It's not a spell, but I know. Never mind. Okay. Non detection. Oh? Oh. Uh. Arshan, you're Corey. casting on detection? Mm-mm. Okay. Hey, Cory, if you uh, honk twice for yes, honk once for no. Do I have it? No, I don't. I have the mask of non-detection that I could loan Cory if, the, if they have the uh, attunement for it. Can't hear you. Sorry, I don't think I do. Alright, well, we back, could put back. a tarp over them. There's a blanket over Duckory. Yeah, that seems to at least dampen the aura. The magpie yeah. is just watching this with just sheer, like, what is happening? Well, the lump stops moving. If anything, wait, <laughs> wait, I want to try something. Hold on. Uh, Gwen takes the blanket off of Corey, goes into a doorway, and like, like pulls up the blanket, pulls it down, pulls like, up the blanket, pulls it down, pulls Corey. up the blanket, runs around the corner, and the blanket drops, and there's nothing there. So, so first of all, like, Duck Corey thought it was nighttime when the blanket <laughs> was over him. Um, so, like, the blanket comes off, and it's just like, quack, 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 quack. quack. <laughs> Uh, and then just, yeah, it's exactly how you'd expect. Corey jumps off the table and goes to investigate the blanket. <laughs> and then Gwen jumps out. Quack! Quack! <laughs> 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 at your ankles. Ow! Damn it. <laughs> 
I guess for the most part, then, uh, Calum's turning to Arjan. We could throw some sort of cloak over Cory and uh, dampen that light, but I'm... I don't have anything for this. Quack. Anyway, uh, we'll reconvene in the morning. All right, good luck, Corey. That'll wear off in an hour. Lay an egg. <laughs> Beady duck eyes just <laughs> staring at you. Quack. Ah! Kale, I'm still holding Tikan. I could dismiss it, but this is funnier. <laughs> you Gwen see Tikan like duck little shoulders jostle as if they are laughing as well. Uh, I I can give Corey my cloak of protection. Require attunement. It does require attunement. I am not attuned to it right now. Uh, my thinking was since Arjan is bigger than Corey. Um, and what's attuned to it is sized for him right now. If Corey mm. wears it without attuning to it, it Just will like... be bigger than Corey. Okay. So like, so so he could possibly get around Clever a little bit better. Little Clover, put a blanket over it. Yeah. Okay. It's like the invisibility cloak. All right. Shoot, I'm willing to try. Yeah, one way to do it. Updates, Chikan. Hey, so we're in the home plane. It's a bit dangerous. You're going to go with Arjan, the big dragon friend. Um, keep in contact with me uh, in case anything goes wrong. I will be sure to. Haha. <laughs> pat, pat. When you just see, like, little puppet, just like, yay, I got head pats. There, but a small child. So, hour passes by. Corey, yeah. you awaken. No. An hour later, cut to the baths where Duck Corey is swimming in a little circle in a bathtub. Oh the bathtub that Gwen is in currently. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, the, hour, <laughs> the hour dings and then just like flailing limbs, like splashing and spluttering. Corey is fully clothed. Ah! 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 Face steps away and runs away, <laughs> completely wet. Ah! There's like no more water left in the bathtub. No. Cat, damn it! <laughs> Thankfully, as part of the curious cabin, no water in the bathtub. As you're saying this, just like, oh, son of a bitch! Like it suddenly <laughs> just starts to like rise up again. No oh, hell yeah. Gets to a perfect Rinses sitting. hair. <laughs> it bubbles with soap. Ah. Okay. So. Long rests? Long okay. rests? Long rests? <laughs> long rests? Chalkboards? A, a, a long rest? rest for the table? Long rest for the table? Okay, okay. A, a round of long rests for everybody. Will you have a long rest? If I get a long rest for the table, I know you'll have oh, a if long I, rest. If you get a long rest, can I like, I'll split that long rest with you? Um, only you only need four hours of long rest. <laughs> I know you. I'm gonna have a long rest for myself because I'm a tired little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was this easy to get parties to do long rest and curse of stride. <laughs> we were in a different time. It's fine. 
Um, so. From a different area. I was used to sleeping on down comforters. Long rest goes by. Unheavenly. Good. Okay. You wake up the next morning. Corey finally gets to have a rest. Corey's been trying this whole damn time, and for a point was turned into a duck because of it. Corey, Corey rests up in the rafters. Yeah. Where no one will bother him. Serial joins you. Just sort of like... Like, does the thing that birds do where, like, they just, like, crook their head down into their own tufts. Get some sleepies in. Amazing. So, next morning... Everything's fine. You wake up. You can have Brecky inside of this curious cabin. And when you go to open the door and you look out, you're not actually in a crevice. You're not in a place that you had dug out in the landscape yourself. It looks like opening the door. The forest has changed around you. Uh -oh. Exiting out onto this place, Gwen and Arjan, there is that like heartbeat racing moment of like, oh fuck, is it gonna happen again as soon as I get out onto this? Make wisdom saves the both of you. <sighs> Corey's there, Corey's there. What is it, plus five? It is plus yep. five. Arjan, also don't rem uh, remember to roll your blood die. It's a filthy, filthy 20. Nine on the blood die. Uh, oh, 17 on the wit save. Hell you both yeah. succeed on your wisdom saves. Uh -huh. I rolled a three. <laughs> You're a ranger. It checks. So, you both feel that weight coming on to you, but now knowing that this is going to be a thing that you are going to be experiencing while in the shadow fell, you're able to shake it off and have it not be as much of an issue. Like, you can still feel it trying to weigh down on you, but it is not a thing that you necessarily have to worry about at this point. However, exiting out of the doorway to the Curious Cabin, you can see what appears to be a dilapidated-looking watchtower that is next to what appears to be a bridge. And the bridge extends for about 10 feet over a ravine before it breaks off and then it continues for about 60 feet until it reaches the other side. We weren't here before, right? I'm not misremembering that. No, this is, this is different. They All right. Shit. We're not in the Feywild. <laughs> We're in a different kind of Fey. Right. Great. <sighs> Good news, not feeling super depresso espresso. Good. Just the normal amount of espresso espresso. Arjan? If I... So I'm gonna jump in the air. Ah. Uh, and uh which which way to the castle looking at the direction from where you had popped up into the air previously and seen it looked like all you had to do was continue on like this a slight northwestern trajectory and you would have hit the castle 
at this point, it looks like you actually have to head east in order to get to the castle. We need to go. I uh, need to go east. Is that on the direction of the bridge it in is. the ravine? And Arjan, as you sail into the air, you and Calum, perceptions being high enough, actually see what looks like fingers coming up from the ravine, but they are not the fingers of a regular-sized individual. They seem like giant fingers, almost like the size of tree trunks that just seem to up, up, and then rumbling from inside of this ravine, you see a large creature, pallid-looking, almost bluish skin of giant proportions. Does it notice us? It seems to have noticed you in particular. Insight? Make an insight check. While that's happening, Calum grabs the scruff of Gwen's collar the back of Corey's armor and just yanks them backwards and down. 16. Okay. With a 16, um, Arjan, you especially would know this. This is a giant. You have seen giants before. This giant does not look alive. This giant very much looks dead. Like, eyes are like that pallid white color. Its jaw is sort of like off kilter. And it looks like it is like almost like making a defensive stance against you with these large open palms. And as it comes up and it looks like it is getting ready to do like an arm thrust towards you, from the guard tower, a door opens. And... Coming out of this door, you see an individual wearing these blackened robes. Their hair is a wild white that is thick and actually like kind of like a tangled mess. Uh, and they have like a, a kind of like whitish goatee as well. And they come out, look at you, look over and see the group of you, and then yell something towards the giant uh and from what you can hear just smack smack no down down back to the ravine not them we're looking for birds you promised down and this giant that was getting ready to do like the forward thrust just and like moves hand back down and then begins to move back down into the ravine into the ravine and this individual who looks human uh then looks up towards you arjan and the rest of your group and just says all right fair question before anyone gets started are you from toraman and two are you with the ravens you don't look like ravens if you are smack is going to do what his name says no. No. No, no, no. You? Nope. 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 Of course not. All right. Just wanted to get that out there. Thank you. Not being from Toramon, that makes my job incredibly easy. You don't look like you're from around here, and we don't exactly get visitors. 
Uh, you could off. say we uh, took a trip. Uh -huh. Arcane? In nature? Yeah. Do you plan on leaving? Eventually, yes. Good luck with that one. Now, I feel like I've been impolite. Hello, my name is Zeb. It's nice to meet all of you. You've already met Smack. Zeb? Yes. Are you named after anything? No. Not that I'm aware of. Should I have I, been? Is anything named after you? A few laws in Toramon, but for the most part, no. Primarily, okay. um... How do I put this? I came here to, well, do some research. Owl mask. Could we cross the bridge so we're not yelling at each other? I'm on your side of the bridge. Oh, I did not understand. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. The guard tower is on your side. It extends outward and then cuts off across the ravine. He says, um, I'm sorry for yelling. I just don't get very many people who aren't ravens trying to really come around here. Uh, as it would happen, the people of Toromon and the people of, well, hers, don't exactly take too kindly to my uh, specializations, uh, as it were, in the arcane. What exactly are you researching here? Bones. Ah. Had my money on necromancy. Well, it's, it's, look. Inside this ravine are ancient, old, wonderful bones that I would like to get my hands on. And this is primarily because... Are you familiar with the whole everything that happened that created this place and then dragons it, and giants? It's this gonna take go very through. long because we, we have somewhere to be, actually. Where do you have to go? Points to the castle. It won't take very long, necessarily. Um, I have a question for all of you. Would you, could you, possibly assist me in something? <clears throat> Maybe. Again, we have somewhere to be. I get that. Are you planning on going just the four of you, or do you require any additional reinforcements, or help, or any of these other such things? See, oh. this is like a you scratch our back, we scratch yours yes. situation. Yes. Unless you have an army hiding down in that ravine somewhere. Given enough time, uh, you never really know. How okay. I'm very uncomfortable with this. What do you need? There is... Inside this ravine was the last resting place of a very ancient, very powerful creature that I would like to be on good terms with. However, what is the creature? Huh? What is the creature? Its name is the Ghost King. Extrapolate. How do I put this? Back when 
I was actually getting to that before you cut me off the first time. There are the rifts in the sky, right? And then that all happened. Dragons, giants went in. They were going to put a stop to it. They did. Excellent. We followed suit. Well, the Hogrin people, we, we decided to come in here, settle down, that sort of thing. Now, the Ghost King uh, was a dragon mm -hmm. at a time. Dragon went through, along with a few individuals from the Hogrin Kingdom. One thing led to another. The dragon became uh, a little bit more uh, arcane inclined upon reaching a point past undeath. Thanks in large part to other wizards with a more um, uh, necrotic uh, alignment, such as myself. My god, the dragon's a lich. Would that it was that simple. Now imagine if, say, one of the liches that helped this dragon become a lich somehow managed to find not only his spirit, but the spirit of another individual all inside of the same Dragolich. Where are your research notes? Wait, are you the lich? Not yet, but that's an end goal for another time. Oh, uh -huh. oh I'm gonna be sick. Mm. Now, okay. the Ghost King been in this land since its very beginning, back when the people of Hogren were still fighting against the Raven Queen. They have a connection to the spirit world that exists here in the Shadowfell. Certain spirits are, can't really leave so much as they just go to an adjacent ethereal plane that is like, a, a, like two sides of the same coin. If the Shadowfell was a coin, it would be like the same. You get what I'm trying to say. So no, heard about this, except in the one I've heard about is a vampire. If you can introduce us, I have notes I'd like to share. You there, not... Owl Mask. You also said that you would like to see my research notes. I'm willing to share them on the condition that you agree to go into that ravine to help me. I've been trying to go for a while. But ravens come by. I have to be here in case anything happens to smack. Because if anything happens to smack, then I am left borderline defenseless against not only the ravens, but against the people that I may or may not have uh, come to a disagreement, several disagreements uh, involving law-abiding citizenry uh, over in Tor Amad. You okay? So all you want the wrong things. You really are. You want us to go into the ravine to do what actionable thing? There is an altar, a shrine, I believe, to the Ghost King down in the ravine. If you were to go and speak with the Ghost King, listen to them on my behalf of something that they want, they seem like the kind of individual that would be willing to then assist. 
I am trying to get in contact with them because I think they're super cool and would like to greatly know them on a more personal level. Receive boons, inspiration, that sort of thing. I would like this. Me. Zeb. Calum turns to the group, motions for them for a group huddle. One moment. I also liked no, like in in the in the group huddle. I also liked Coralon an awful lot. And if I am any example of where this is going, I don't like where Never this is going. Never met heroes. Okay. Hear me out. If we do do this thing for them, maybe we can get Smack to go run a rampage somewhere, so we don't have to have Arjan move along. He seems pretty attached to Smack. The researcher in Smack. Also, I get it now. No one likes yeah. researchers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, we want to do this thing, or we don't want to do this thing? Well, that's what I call the group huddle for, because... Arjan, I understand you have feelings about this sort of thing. I hate everything that's about to happen. Hold on, let me check something. Like, uh, Cory, like, sticks his head up from the huddle and, like, glares at the guy. Uh, Divine Sense. He just gives you a polite, like, yes, help me, kind of wave. Uh, Divine Sense, uh, he kinda has an undead feel to him. We can't hear you. Sorry, just a little bit of a stinky face and then, like, you know, duck back into the huddle. Um, Corey says, he's not undead, but he's got the stink about him. No offense, Caleb. Bathed yesterday. What? I oh. bathed yesterday. Right. Is is this the ravine where I, where I saw the, the, the cool armor? This is a this ravine is near where you did see cool armor. Yes. If these people have been fighting the Raven Queen for however long this Zeb has been talking about, maybe they have weapons we could use. Do we know a Zeb or am I remembering that wrong? Um Seb S E B was Seb. my Zeb Previous familiar. <laughs> Did he die? Yeah. Sorry. If we if we get pointed out in the direction of the altar, it's entirely possible I could make it there and back undetected. I also have a very quick way out of the ravine that won't use any resources. Caleb pops his head up from the group. What are we to expect down there? Well, rightfully, and uh, as you're saying this, Zeb is like rolling some bones and looking at them and then like looks back at you and like puts the bones, like scoops them up rather quick. It says, rightfully, I am not sure. Like I said, I'm pretty sure mostly positive i know that there are a lot of bones down there 
Whether or not the bones are active remains to be seen. If they are, it's not because of me. I'm throwing that one out there right now. The only thing okay. that I have been maintaining my concentration on is smack. Now, Caleb ducks his head back without letting him finish. You're right, Archon. I hate every bit of this. But if you can get in there stealthily. How far is the altar? Well, by my calculations, by what I have, have received information for, it is roughly about uh, 150 feet down. Specifically down, down and then in there somewhere like i said i don't know where exactly. holy shit dude you do not know anything no that's why i'm asking for help i assumed that we had similar goals i don't like the raven queen you're going to her castle you're not one of her ravens i thought that this was going to be a mutually beneficial thing you are so bad at this um <laughs> If, if I go over the ravine, do I see anything? Um, looking down into the ravine, uh, you see, like, Smack is currently, like, holding on to the side of the ravine on the inside, looking like an enemy who nothing has, like, come near their threat range, so that way they can activate their motions yet. Uh, other than that, uh, it looks like it just sort of goes down into a darkness. Um... But you can see that there are, like, uh, coming up from the darkness, there do look to be rather large-looking bones. I have an idea. Oh, boy. Should I be concerned? Does it require a lot of resources? On my end, it's everything. I can recover it pretty easily. I... Outlining my plan right now. So, to keep you all in the loop. One, I use locate object to find the altar. Two, dimension down to it. If it's within 150 feet, I will know exactly where it is. Uh, within a thousand feet. I have locate object and my spell slots are much less valuable. Okay. I guess, describe the altar. Can you at least do that? Yes. So... The altar as itself, from what I understand, is made of blue dragon horn. Now, all blue dragons have, like, the front horn that seems to be sticking Speed out. it up. Sorry. Blue dragon horn, it is inscribed with the name of the ghost king. Well, rather, the three names. The three names of the ghost king being uh, Yarshkirk. Hephaestus, and Catterley. Each one of them is a member of the Ghost King. This is sort of a marker for them. This thing has, again, three spires. It's very much a uh, perfect shape, right? Like three perfect angles jutting up from the ground, written and inscribed with all sorts of things that one would normally associate with this kind of thing. 
I cast locate object. Is it within a thousand feet? It is within a thousand feet. If I cast pass without a trace on myself from my bow and make my way over there stealthily, do I see it? You have to go into the ravine in order to find it. However, I, I have 90 feet of dark vision. Yes. You are able to see it. It's sort of like tucked into a, um, at least that what you're, you're getting from it is that there is like a cavern entrance and you know that it is like a straight shot down this cavern. I'll be right back. I be careful. Hey, Ajahn. Call us if you need help. Uh, oh, 31 for stealth. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a four. Passive that trace is silly. I love all this bullshit. So, Arjan, you don't want to fucking deal with this necromancer. All of this seems like bad plan. You go into the ravine, reach the bottom. And as you reach the bottom, you can see that there are, like, like things that kind of, like, scurry around within these bone piles. But none of them seem to have noticed you. You don't think anything has noticed you at this Do point? Do I notice them? Uh, you definitely notice the scurrying things. Yeah, what are those? Uh, you wish you could call them rats, and you wish that you could call them things like possums. These are varmints, TM, <laughs> in that they have the makeup and look of critters, but they're like a little too humanoid almost but they still have the like muzzles and snouts of the like carry-on nibblers they're very strange to behold i i i i am shadow sneaking to to this thing and not not engaging yeah they just look anyway. like they're like gnawing on an old bone kind of thing like they don't again seem to have paid any attention to you so you enter into this cavern. You approach what you assume. Oh, laws of gods and men. Thank you so much for the raid. You enter into this cavern and proceeding down to the end of such, you see, just as it was described, this large triangle shaped pillar that seems to jut up from the ground that has uh, three small columns that are on uh, one small column on either of these points and inscribed along the columns are the names uh, uh, Yariskirk, Catterley, and Hephaestus. As you are looking at this, this blue dragon's horn that was turned into said pillar is about as tall as you are. Thank you for the follow on Tron. And also has uh, what looks to be like arcane sigildry written upon it. Um, it is written in draconic and as you are reading it, 
it looks like this is a it's almost like the first half of a call and response in which when reading it you call out for assistance from and then you recite one name you call out from assistance from repeat the second name call out from assistance from the third and then a, upon the top of the pillar it says the ghost king reading such if you would like i i need help from Hephaestus and everybody else okay uh roll an arcana check Twenty-five. Twenty-five. so you call out uh to all of these and at the end of the cavern what once was just this solid mass of stone begins to it looks almost like fog begins to roll out of the crooks and crevices of this stone wall. And as it does, it fills this back wall until you can see what looks to be a large boned claw making its way into the cavern. As this creature enters, you can see that it has the skeletal makeup of what once was a red dragon where instead of uh however instead of where its eyes should normally be there are just these vast empty sockets of darkness that seem to still be capable of tracking things that are here it has this almost white translucent skin that seems to be draped over it although it has again more of like a whitish texture than it does a red dragon's texture but you can still tell what it was and this creature says who calls to us shit i need to pull out my titles astromatic thank you for the raid shit where are my titles you think he's okay down there Arjan Yodars, founder of Tyrant Security, at the Obsidian Tyrant Tolane, Yodars, adversary of the Bronze Lord Arras, son of the Great Mother and Herald of the Scale Tyrant team, on behalf of another. I forgot his name already. <laughs> uh, and you hear a rattling chuckle that seems to come from this creature. <laughs> Tolane. How's the young whelp doing? He got older and died. Good. Good for him. Now, you come here seeking assistance from us on behalf of another. For what do we owe this? Who is this other? I think his name's like Zeb. I have not heard of this Jeb. Uh, he, he's a, a conjurer. He thinks you're really cool. Oh. You hear that? He thinks we're really cool. The dragon says, like, to itself, but using a different voice. Just, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think that he thinks you're cool, Yarashirk. Just... Mm. 
Sorry. It's a little crowded in here. Assistance for a conjurer. Question, Arjan. Do you seek assistance? You smell fresh. No. Interesting. I'm not here to make a contract for myself. On behalf of another, then? He just wants to talk to you, as far as I know. Interesting. Do you, do you require something for that? If so, I can relay that. If he is able to come here and speak with me himself, I am always willing to listen. We are always willing to listen. Yes, sorry. We are always willing to listen. Except sometimes I really don't have the mood for it. Well, so long as the ravens keep attacking, he's not going to be able to do that. Ravens. She oh, do you way. have an issue with that? Yes, I have an issue with ravens. We are attempting to do something about that. If you would like to offer your assistance, we would accept it, but we are not here to form a contract. What we are going to do this thing whether or not you offer your help. I will offer my help on one condition. We will offer no. our help. Yes, we. Oh, God. We will offer our help. Do what you want. I'm not here to accept any conditions. The only condition that I ask... And there is the chorus of reminding Hephaestus that it is we, not I. The only question... Discovering your pronouns is very difficult. I, I understand that. You think that we would have had time for this by now? It takes a long time, a lot of experimentation. It really does. <sighs> Do you feel like you will be successful in your endeavor? <laughs> I can assist. I, Hephaestus. Not Yarishik. Yaraskirk, whatever your fucking name is. We've been through this. Yaraskirk. Whatever. We can lend our assistance. If it would help bring an end to she that hates so deeply our kind. And they bring a claw up and grab a hold of one of their ribs. And you hear a cracking sound. And they place a chunk of their rib in front of them. And then with two talons begin to like clack away at it. But as they do, you see that there are arcane sigils. 
that are being placed upon this. Before you get too uh, far ahead of yourself, I don't know that we are, that the end result of what we intend to do is completely aligned with what you expect. Why else are you going to the castle? Have tea, biscuits. I'm here to correct a wrong. Assuming that that and successfully, there will be less ravens for you to worry about. And I'll uh, do a little bow and uh, dismiss myself. The Ghost King says, Do you not wish for a gift? would allow you to bolster your forces. If I accept this gift. Freely given. Hmm. That's that a choice of words with some trauma attached to it. Excuse me. This totem would allow you to speak with the dead, to communicate with the spirits that lie beyond my soldiers. They would treat you as friend, and they would fight for you. If you are going to this castle and are in need of assistance, you may accept this again it is yours to take. I do not require any contract for charity. Otherwise, send Job or whatever his name is down here, and I'm sure that he would enjoy collecting it. And at that, you see the Ghost King sort of turn and begin walking into the fog behind it. And there's just this piece of rib that is on the ground. Caleb can read Draconic. I'll pick it up. Okay. And sneaky sneak my way back up. Yeah. Character hmm. growth. Sneaky sneak your way back up. Oh, I'm not using this. Fuck that. Caleb can reach Reconic. Yeah. So on top of this ravine, uh, Zeb is in the middle of explaining uh, why there are several laws that have been named after him unless anyone is stopping him. 
The first one, again, involves uh, unburial practices. So, Cory is listening intently and, like, writing uh, something down. Um, and, like, at some point, like, shows what they're writing to Gwen. And at the top, it just says, reasons not to trust this guy. <laughs> Zeb, I've heard of raising a family, but that's ridiculous. Look, they said it was hard. I proved them wrong. All you had to do was make sure they were all buried next to each other, and it really wasn't that difficult. I have conflicted feelings about this. About what? I asked for help. You said yes. It's incredible. No, Good no, charity I, I, and all of that. No, no, I else. meant the... The, oh, hey, Arjan. Thank you. Hi, how'd it go? How did it go? Did you mention my name? Did you let him know that I think he's cool? If you want to talk to the ghost king, you're going to have to go do it yourself. I'm sure that will be easier whenever we deal with this. Yes, please do this thing. Did he say anything else? Did he say I was doing good work? That he's excited to see me. Did you like talk me up at all? Okay, Lama got you this. Take that as a no. Takes the rib, looks at the draconic, and starts reading it to himself. Yep. Uh yeah, Caleb, uh make an arcana check. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Um, so looking at it. This is very much a dragon bone. Uh, you are not necessarily familiar with dragon bones, but guessing off of what you have learned of the Ghost King, this seems very on par with that, as well as the draconic script. That, and it seems like the bone itself is coursing with this raw elemental energy, even though the element that it is associated with is more of like a necrotic element and not so much a standard element. Calum shifts very uncomfortably as he's holding it. Oh. Um. Break bone in case of emergency sort of thing. Alright. It was freely given. That's good. How are you feeling? Gross. Yeah. But, hey. Side quest apparently done, and no resources expended. We should do that more often. Sh sh should I go cause a distraction now? Actually... I think with this, I could cause a dis the distraction. Meet up with all of you inside the citadel. Do you want to just, like, do it here and then we run ahead while they- Arcade's not gonna be here next week, so... Ah. Doing it here sounds awfully inconvenient for our good friend Zed. It's Zeb, but that's alright. Leans down to Gwen. I thought it was Pleb. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. 
Uh, I'm gonna go summon an undead army to raise hell. You're gonna bring hell here? Well, no. I, although, by the looks of things, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> Alright, let's bring kick this bitch. Sorry, we both just quit at the exact same time. <laughs> Honestly, I prefer hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot more pleasant. Is but... it really? Kinda. I kind of uh, want to go there now. I mean, honestly, anywhere but this place seems rather neat. Corey's gonna approach Zeb, um, sensing that we're about to leave, um, and just sort of like poke him uh, straight in the middle of his chest with a but... with a gauntlet, um, and say, "Necromancy can be funny business." Just want you to know, I'm the Kaelin of the Fallen Leaves and also the Mantle of Corallon. So tread lightly and pray you don't uh, draw my attention again. Counter-offer. None of those things mean anything to me. It's very impressive. If you knew what it meant. God, hold on. I feel like I, I feel the need to do something <laughs> here. Uh oh. Um, how many fucking. Right, would you say we could get a, a short rest after this? It's entirely up to you guys. I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> uh, Look, this guy is irrelevant. I Let's just walk away. <laughs> Can I glow on command? <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, yeah, I'd say that you could definitely do that. It's just okay. like, as you begin to glow on command, you see his, like, eyes go wide and then just get very concerned and says, <laughs> yes, we all know prestidigitation. He snaps his fingers and he also begins to glow. Corey just... <laughs> repeats himself but this time like has like a weird godly voice and says pray you don't draw my attention again thaumaturgy you're really going outside the book on this one cory rolls his eyes and walks away just like muttering to himself like this motherfucker how can i get on the ghost king's good side he says like Hand on his chin, just like just towards. Go talk to him. But I get really nervous. Just really be yourself to... and talk to him. It's really tempting to just punt him into the ravine. Kaelin <laughs> uh, is gonna turn to the rest of the group. So wait for things to kick off and then make your move. Yes. All right, don't undie. We don't. We need you for the spell, okay? If anything, uh, if I do, I'll reform right next to Arjun in once ten days. Gross. Cool. Okay. And as Calum, you have the Ghost King's totem, and the rest of the party tries their absolute hardest not to kick this necromancer into a ravine. I think that's where we will call it for tonight's session. So, 
I'd like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. This is a great show, but I always have a great time whenever any of these folks are on the channel. RJ, you said that you're going to be gone next week, but like other than that, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey everybody, I'm RJ, and you can catch me at archesis282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life, and sometimes stream with my friends. You can catch me here on Mondays, but not next week, as Kaelin the Shatterkai Wizard. Uh, hey, on Thursdays, we are finished with our Elegant Magic campaign. Uh, it ended off really good. Everyone got married, again. Uh, we're starting a game of Urban Shadows, uh, <laughs> uh, to give our facilitator a break. And I will be playing the Aware, and you might have seen him before if you were here on Wednesdays. It's Riley Fitzgerald. Um, also, Saturdays over at GGK once more. You can catch me, no, not this week, but rotating Star Power and Mistborn Games. Star Power is done in Fate. Finally, on Sundays, catch me over at the Hype Goblins channel in the morning, where we do another 5, uh, 5e homebrew campaign. And perhaps maybe I'll be hack em ups. Uh, well, well, I have to confirm what's going on. Anyway, thenakeener.com. Hello, everybody. I'm LB Hack em Up. You can find me at LB Hack em Up on the Twitters and the Twitches, where I will tweet when I go live on whatever channel I'm on, Mondays nights. I'm here Tuesday afternoons. I'm on my channel. Going to be going back to Dead by Daylight for their new update. Uh, and then tomorrow evening on, G on GGK, we're going to be doing The Burbs, which is a um, uh, was a Call of Cthulhu game, is now a Savage World game. Uh, <laughs> but it is a uh, time loop game so it's very fun uh thir uh thursday on the channel they're doing uh i think elder scrolls friday back to friday night frights where we are going to be finishing up our game of uh at dead of night which uh we are gonna finish and it's gonna be great um we're totally gonna live and then back uh ggk on sunday afternoons and back for masks on uh lb hack em up on sunday evenings nankeener.com Wait, I'm cyber. Uh, I you can find me here on Mondays. That's it. That that that's really it. Uh, you can also find me on my Twitch channel, uh, Twitch.tv/cyberoctober1. Spelled really weird. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing this month. Probably going back to Oblivion. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I do know. Uh, and I don't. I don't. I know that I need to spend a lot of this month planning for uh, the 1201 charity stream that I do every year. I'm going to be donating $100 to a whole bunch of charities, and then also anything that comes in is also going to be forwarded to charity and matched by my company, so that's that's cool. Uh, that's all going to be done on, I think it's December 3rd. It's, it's the first Saturday of December. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Go follow and everything. Uh, also... I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash several total one. Uh, right now, the only thing that's really being posted there are the campaign diaries for my Sunday D&D &D game, which is, uh, we just finished the Frozen Sick Adventures, so now we're uh, going to be going into Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, but still set in Isocross. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just finished my only other thing, which was uh, the running Urban Shadows on High Shelf Collective. That's all. So those thoughts are going to be trickling out into their YouTube over the next few weeks, months. I'm not really sure about the VOD schedule. Uh, 
like comment and subscribe there to uh youtube.com i don't know if it's slash the high shelf collective or not but you can you can find them if, if you look hard enough denaykeener.com Speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hey everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter where there's a pinned tweet that has my schedule and you can see all the things that I'm up to. So go check it out. DanaeKeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. It looks like we are watching RJ go through a paranormal investigation. This is actually rather incredible. Uh... If you already if you made it this far, you probably already know who I am. If you don't, hey Corns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5 30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. But for now, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at patreon.com slash indooradventures, and you can get all of those questions answered in time. But for now, we are going to be heading out, so I'd like to say thank you again to everybody who decided to stop by. Thank you to these wonderful players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!